Hi everyone, welcome back. It's Minimal Moves and it's Haruka. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about something that hmm, I feel a little hesitant to do. So I know that a lot of influencers of any kind, including minimalists, do a things that kind of essentials of 2020, like looking back at the year, what sort of things, material things helped you get through the year? Um, well, I say get through the year because of the nature of 2020, um, but, you know, helped you out throughout the year, stuff like that. Um, beauty gurus obviously do it for like skincare products, moisturizers. I watched a couple that were really helpful because I know nothing about skincare and beauty products. Um, and I know that I know that so many people do that. People do gift guides, stuff like that. And and I was kind of unsure if I should do this because like by nature of being a minimal or well, being an aspirational minimalist, I guess, is what I feel like is fair to dub myself. Um, but it, it didn't feel right to sort of promote this culture of consumerism. And every time I do something related to products, I kind of reevaluate and um, try to establish why I'm doing it or why I'm sharing any particular thing. Um, I'm working on a feature series right now on my Instagram, um, which you can follow at Minimal Moves by H. Um, and I, I do that there, but, um, or by the time this episode comes out, it will have been done and it'll be in my highlights. So definitely go check that out because those are, um, so I have a week of feature series for small businesses and I have a week for influencers. Um, and the reason why I share those is because it's different for the small businesses and influencers. Overall, these are like good vibe places is like the very short way of putting it, but the small businesses, it's either places that I have a lot of respect for because of their product um, product goals and what they actually produce. Leaf Shave is one of them where they're very sustainable. They're made f- with a particular goal in mind, um, and I really support that goal. Or there are products like uh, Plum Poppy Design, who has an amazing founder, amazing owner, um, who is incredibly helpful and kind and dedicated to their work, um, and that I have a lot of respect for in that way. So that's kind of that's kind of where that product description or sharing came from. Influencers, a lot of them are either kind of minimalism inspired or sustainability driven, or they have like faith or some dimension of what they well, I'm putting quotes around it, you can see it obviously, but what they sell because I think that that's the way in which they sell themselves, they sell their image because I think that's what influencers do is very positive in a way that is intentional and thoughtful. So that's why I'm sharing those. And I hope that comes through through my Instagram. I know there are not that many people who follow it. So I guess like it doesn't really matter in a sense, but I I just want to make sure I'm putting my best foot forward in any way that I can and like trying to add value in a way that is not just redundant. Um, So that's my goal. Um, And in this episode too, that's kind of my general goal is to share things that are positive that are valuable um, and meaningful to your life. So I'll just get started. I I don't have an organized list because let me tell you where this came from. I was just writing down um, based on Anjada Jade, uh, who is one of the my favorite influencers online. Um, she talks about what year. I think her journaling prompt was something along the lines of what year has been the best year in your life. And then she talks about 2020. So um, to cut to the chase, she does not say that 2020 was the best year of her life, but she kind of explains the ways in which she reframes 2020 to appreciate. That's not what she explicitly says, but she sort of takes the good and amplifies it. Um, and that's kind of her brand and that's her mindset, it seems. Um, 
so going off of that, I was doing a similar journaling and trying to appreciate what 2020 has given me, um, the positive things that I can pick out of it. And I, as I was doing that, I was thinking that maybe I could do something similar here, but with a bit more value to you. So with a bit more focus on products that have been valuable, that can be compatible with the minimalist mindset. Um, I will preface this with, I'm doing a lot of decluttering and in that decluttering, I'm trying to sort of in a way, I do declutter them, but I'm trying to fit them into a different part of my life because a lot of what I do is I have these favorites, like favorite shirt, favorite pen, favorite blanket, and I don't use them. That's kind of how I work. I just treasure them and I keep them forever and I don't use them until I kind of grow out of it and I don't love it and then therefore it's okay to use it, which is ridiculous because I should use it while it's valuable and lovable um, because that's when the product will thrive the most in my life. So that's kind of what I'm doing. Like in a way, yes, of course, there's some physical things that I'm letting go of, but also it's a lot about replacing the, replacing as in place, shifting the placement of things in my life so that it's, it's centered around things that truly adds value to my life in that moment. Um, and that also comes with investing in certain items as well for me. Um, and that's definitely a privileged moment. Um, and I'm very, very fortunate to be able to do that this year, especially. Um, so with that in mind, let's get started. Um, I want to get started with AirPods. <laughs> I know this is such a, well, it's such an expensive purchase, but lucky for me, the AirPods itself was free because it came with my computer that I had to replace this year um, for a couple of reasons. One of them being really stupid, but I have like a messed up back for someone my age who doesn't do sports. Like I feel like most people who have messed up backs in our age group, as in like around the ages of sort of like 20 to 25, let's say, usually they do sports, right? Like I totally understand. Or maybe they like work in a farm, like they have really valid reasons. I just carry too much on my back and I have a bent spine. That's it. Um, so, so because of that, um, but no, that's not the main reason because my computer just likes to shut down and be slow and it was really affecting my performance. So I had to replace it. Um, I am a bougie, idiotic international relations major. So I have a new MacBook, um, Air from this past year and the battery life is unfortunate. Um, but it does the job. I love it because it turns on and it does, it does, like, it lets me do what I need to do on it. And it lets me open, like, you know, have like a handful of tabs open at the same time and not go crazy. So that's great and very essential to my being. Um, so that was definitely a valuable investment, but I wanted to talk about the AirPods because like, sure, I didn't technically spend money, but I sort of incalculated in the cost of the laptop that money that I sort of, you know, mentally spent on the AirPods that did come, um, with the computer for free. But the thing is, to this year we were in quarantine, right? So I was spending a lot of time alone. Um, and sometimes I would like cook in the kitchen. I live in a shared space. So if I were like living alone or like maybe with family, I would just play my whatever I'm watching or listening to. But I couldn't really do that. So AirPods came in so handy. I could make calls while I was cooking. I could um, watch something while I was cooking. I could um, listen to something like like if I, I don't know if I were sitting, so this is kind of a weird social moment, but I don't know if anyone feels this. Um, when I was sitting with like my co-interns and we were doing work together, but I wanted to listen to music. Like I didn't want them to feel like I was shutting them out by like putting in AirPods, but I also wanted to listen to music. So I would just like put in, I think one ear or so, so that I could still hear them. But I also, and it wasn't like very visible, but I could also just have music playing, you know? 
um, because we had drastically different music tastes. <laughs> My co-interns can attest. Um, so that was fantastic. You can, oh, actually, I have a spider hanging from my ceiling. So that's fantastic. Let me go handle that and I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. Um, if you know me, I, you know that I am terrified of bugs of any kind. And so I'm grateful for spiders because they, you know, help deal with it. But also I'm terrified of spiders too. I feel very guilty for uh, deposing of that body, I guess, um, by body. Just in case anyone's just like listening from this point of the podcast, I'm talking about the spider that I was just handling. Um, yeah, just, yeah, I don't want to come across as a serial killer. Uh, but yeah, so I got really startled by that. So I apologize for the intermission, but I figured it would be better than just kind of talking in a slightly higher octave of a freaked out Haruka voice. Um, so I'm still kind of staring at where it came from because it was just like hanging from the ceiling and I hate when that happens. Okay. Anyway, back to the product, AirPods. It, it did like, <laughs> I, I know a lot of people said this when AirPods first came out and I was like, I was very skeptical of AirPods. I never thought I would use them, but it came for free, and I have a friend who's very technically competent and was recommended um, that I pick up a pair of AirPods, and I was like, well, if it's coming for free, I guess that's fine, and then I did, and it was magical. Um, I mean, I am being a little bit dramatic, I suppose, because I just, I emote a lot. I recently said to a friend this, um, I have very strong emotions about everything, um, which is very, very unfortunate. Um, but that means that th things that I love, I love incredibly deeply, and that includes my AirPods. So here we are. Um, I've heard that the AirPods Pro are more kind of, if you are purchasing it, and if you can afford both um, AirPods or AirPods Pro, then I've been told that the AirPods Pro are kind of worth it, like they're worth the difference, uh, because they have the noise canceling function that you can turn on, but you can also turn off. I also have weirdly shaped ears, so I imagine those will stay in better um, because my AirPods, oh, um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I worked out a lot um, throughout the spring, well, like a lot for me. I'm sure it's not a lot for other people, but I would work out basically every day around like 20 to like 40 minutes, um, depending. And so I, AirPods came in really handy because I was never really in my own space. I was always sharing space with people that I wasn't like related by blood to. So um, AirPods were really great because at least they had to hear me jumping around, but they didn't need to hear me um, hear the Chloe Tank. Uh, like I could hum it to you. The theme song is stuck in my head. Um, but no, that was really helpful. Like her workouts, um, no one needed to hear that all the time. So I also got to work out outside and it was great because I wasn't in my own neighborhood. So I didn't want to like project an image for them, I guess, with the music that I was, I mean, it wasn't music, it was the workouts, but I don't know. It was helpful. Um, so, and I continue to use them, of course, like while I'm cooking, it's helpful to use. If like the snow lets out enough that I can run over the winter break, which I really hope, but I don't think it's going to be the case. I will be doing that um, with my AirPods or just working out. I don't know, but I'm very excited to continue to use them. They kind of get a little glitchy, um, and I'm not sure why. I do have kind of – I'm a sweaty person. I guess that's TMI, but also you kind of know a lot about me at this point. So um, so I feel like maybe that's why it's like a little bit glitchy. Like sometimes one ear would just turn off. Um, I've had like a really high – beeping sound but like it fixed itself somehow so I'm just letting it go I don't know I don't really want to deal with sending it back but right now I have this really pretty uh potentially Kate Spade ripoff vibe case um I don't really know but I like it and definitely if you do have your pot air sorry airpods or if you are getting airpods 
put something that indicates that it's yours because everyone's looks the exact same and I was really attentive to it but I still almost like confused it with my friends and not that that's a big deal but I have pretty like gross ears I guess like I clean it but that's kind of the problem like you're not supposed to clean it as often but I get annoyed so I do and my airpods are not the prettiest I mean I clean it I don't know that makes it sound really gross but it's it's really not it's just very natural human things um, but I just don't really think that other people would want to accidentally pick up my AirPods. So I had like masking tape on it first, and then I switched it to the case. It works perfectly well for me. Um, so I would highly recommend that. I'm not sponsored by Apple, I wish, but no, I'm not. I'm just harping on about this because I do think, I think that AirPods kind of taught me something that there are very high end prod. I mean, for me, that's a very huge like price point, like a hundred dollars or a hundred fifty dollars. They're really expensive, but and they're also not pretty, right? Like it's not a, like a bottle of perfume or like a pretty dress. It doesn't manifest in a really aesthetically present way, but it's so like I carry with it, carry it with me every day, everywhere. Um, so I think that there are certain pieces. Like I think that out of all the investments I've made, that's one of the things that were well worth it. Let me talk about the second thing that's also kind of out of my price range that I invested in. We have a theme here. Actually, I'm going to talk about two more things that were out of my price range that I invested in that I'm so happy that I did. And um, also, like, continuous note about privilege. And so, like, if these investments are not something that you feel comfortable making, regardless of what, like, sometimes it is, I mean, you know, a lot of it is about what your family makes. If you're a student and maybe reliant on your family's income, or like, regardless, it might still depend on your family. I don't really know. I feel like the financial culture is really different in the U.S. versus like Japan where I grew up. Um, so I feel like that's definitely a factor. So culture is a factor. Family income is a factor. But also it has a lot to do with like your sense of security. Like if you have a job right now, if you're going to have a job in the future, a lot of my financial insecurity comes from not having a job for the future, which I'm like terrified about. But um, and then also like my kind of culture of growing up with money and then also my family income standard and how that compares with others around me. Um, but I know that even people who are like who are like technically speaking very, very well off still like seem to have sentiments of like they can't afford something or things like that. And that's totally acceptable. So just just kind of the gist of it is like trying not to judge people based on like whether you know what you think they can afford and what they're saying is what I'm trying to tell myself um and I hope that that resonates with you too um but yeah with that caveat in mind um so this next thing is a backpack if you knew me over the summer at any point I'm sure I told you about this because I told everyone about it including my supervisors who looked a little bit weirded out by this um I distinctly remember the like team meeting you like we usually give like highlights and lowlights we talk about everything from like hobbies to everything but for some reason talking about this was weird to them I think I I hope I didn't make them uncomfortable but this just goes to show I love like market research like you know not official but um, unofficial market research of like extensively surveying the product, its competitors, um, what strengths the product has, what weaknesses it has, the price point, if that's reasonable for the product that it is, stuff like that. Um, I always loved doing that with stationery, and this summer I did it with a backpack. It's the Fjall Raven Pumpkin backpack, um, and um, Fjall Raven rhymes with y'all, and I don't know if any of y'all have the backpack or have heard about it. If you go to the American um, bougie university. I'm sure you've seen people around with it. You may have not noticed because it doesn't really stand out. Like there's one logo that's a red fox that you might have kind of caught eye of, but the 
Branding in itself is kind of nature driven. It's originally, I think, made for Swedish school children. So they come in a lot of like bright colors, but I think the more popularized one in the US East Coast are the neutral vibe colors. Mine, I believe, is blue gray or something along those lines. And I love the color. I like debated the color so, so, so many times. Um, like blue, like there was a blue ridge, I think was one of the colors I was interested in, and plum was another one. Um but in the end, I settled on this one, and I have zero regrets. Um, I did take, spend three months and watch probably, like, actually near 200 YouTube videos, and that's unhealthy, but I think it was also my form of therapy. So, you know, you know that works. Um, as, as for everyone else, the start of the pandemic especially, I mean, it's still challenging, let's be honest. Like, I feel like a pandemic is just not something that gets easier, you know? But the start of the pandemic was really challenging, so, like, kind of having this thing to sort of, like, unofficially researched slash be addicted to was helpful even though that's I guess not healthy I don't know make make judgments for yourself please don't listen to me I mean I'm sure you don't but like just in case um but the backpack is great because it has a laptop sleeve um and I have the 13 inch um which comes at a price point of about 120 dollars the cheapest fuel raven that you could probably feasibly use for school is like the 80 dollar classic one which I think is great the straps are far more elegant um but I again missed a bag I needed decent straps um and then also I like that there was a laptop compartment because I like having like a case like a hard shell on my computer but I don't like having um like a laptop case I think that just really really makes me not want to do work which is so stupid um but yeah it's just like extra luggage I also go through the airports obviously not right now but normally a fair amount so it just makes things easier um and I'm always thinking about going through the airport because whenever I'm going through the airport, I'm commute. I'm generally commuting somewhere, like I'm going to school or I'm going home. And so it kind of feels like a commute. And like as with everyone with commutes, um, I want to streamline my commute, even though it's literally a commute that take I take like once a year. Um, so that would be why I always think about airports when I'm like thinking about like backpacks and stuff. Um but the Fjall Raven 16-inch backpack comes in, I think, around 12 to 15 colors, maybe. It has two main, three main compartments. So there's a laptop compartment that sits in the back, like right next to your, your physical back. And then the main compartment, which is just like a gigantic void where you can throw anything in and it'll fit it. It's insane. Like, people have been surprised. People around me have been surprised by how much you can fit in there, and I have been too which is great and bad because my whole point of getting it was like, this is so tiny, I'm not going to be able to fit anything, which is good because I need stuff carrying around everything. I can still easily fit in two water bottles in there, and that was my primary problem that I was trying to resolve, but it's good because I also save money and like the planet by not buying a coffee while I'm out, but you know, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to make of that. But then you have the side pocket up front, and that's where you can put in, like, your little, like, chopstick. I put my AirPods in there. I know a lot of people do because Fjall Raven is just this, like, visco girl vibe, which I think is kind of unfortunate. It's actually a – I think it's a really great product, and there's nothing in my eyes that compares to it in terms of, like, college – femme body or like slash smaller body that like should not be carrying a north face backpack all over the place um and i wait what else yeah and then if you're like a commuter or something like that you're carrying a laptop with you i think it's the perfect bag 
you can also carry your lunchbox because it's like a boxy, boxy shaped backpack. And so there's a flat bottom. So you could just put your lunchbox in there. And like, as long as it's leak proof, like if you're just worried about tilting it around a little bit, then like that would be perfectly fine. I would put it in a bag though, for sure. Like a cloth bag or something just to like soak up any, just in case if there are any leaks. Um, and then I can fit like my water bottle in there. Um, even if like you could definitely turn it into like a workout bag or like an outdoor bag, like I know that's kind of part of what it's built for. It has this like little cute seat pad that like it's apparently controversial because people like take it out and it's not good for the backpack structure or something. Um, so I still have it in. I have actually used it a couple times when I was sitting outdoors, and people would be like, "What's that?" Uh, so I felt like a real pro at the Fjall Raven deal when I pulled that out and explained to people what it is. Um, but long story short, that Fjall Raven backpack was a great investment because, like, again, it feels much better for my back, um, because it holds everything, like, in a very good spot. Like, it's not like it's gripping it tight to my body, but I feel like it balances it out somehow well. So even though I'm carrying, like, just as much as I used to, I think maybe a little less just because there's like not as much space for like extra pockets, which I actually really like. Um, and I'll explain that in a second. But so I needed to shift around a little bit. But um, yeah, overall, the backpack has been fantastic because of the weight distribution, because it's very streamlined. Um, obviously not relevant this year, but I've always in the past gone to a lot of like graduate school events um, because our university has a professional slash graduate school attached to it um, directly and undergrads can attend their events. And I've always felt really flashy with my North Face backpack, even though it was gray. Um, I just felt like I looked like an undergrad, which I was, which is totally fine. But just in terms of networking and everything like that, it, it didn't feel like it was the right fit. So I feel like this I could bring to grad school if I needed to, if I didn't really want to do the side tote situation, because that's really bad for your spine. Um, if you have like heavy luggage or I could bring it to work potentially if it's like a more casual workspace. I'm excited about that. Alrighty, so now that we've fangirled over uh, Fjall Raven backpacks, um, also they, oh, just before I finish the segment of this episode, I just wanted to say that Fjall Raven also has um i think they're called reconkin so the backpack i have is the Konkin series um i don't really know if they have any other series i think they do have other series backpacks actually they have more like academic looking backpacks which could be great if you are like commuting to work um or something like that but so in the Konkin series they have the reconkins which are i think recycled plastic bottles um and i think i think if i remember correctly a margin of their profits goes to sustainable causes i'm so out of breath i just walked to the kitchen and back literally <laughs> um but yeah so um they have environmental goals as well and aspirations um i think originally we have the red fox logo on the conkins because that was a series made to support um arctic foxes i believe um correct me if i'm or sorry if i'm wrong um, but yeah, so Fjall Raven, a great brand that I support, um, they are very, very popular and Visco Girl vibey, but I still think that they're a fairly good investment. Um, I mean, if you are willing to commit that much amount of money on your backpack. Okay. Whew. So we have talked about AirPods. We have talked about, um, the Kunkin backpack series. Let me think through what we next want to talk about. Okay, y'all. I sat there for a solid minute, um, put some lip balm. I use the balm.com 
um, rose-scented one. Um, it's fantastic. It's the only lip balm that's ever really actually helped my lips, I think. Um, and it's great. Um, but anyway, so I sat there with my bomb.com in my hand and pondered what was the third thing that I was going to talk about because my trip to the kitchen made me forget everything. Um, I realized that it's my jeans and oh my goodness, they're the best. Okay. I, for one, never thought I would ever say that about a pair of jeans. So if you're in that predicament, if you feel like none of the jeans are right in the waist and the hips at the same time and the thighs, like it just doesn't really work well. I feel like I've heard a lot of people say that. And so if I'm actually thinking about it, Everlane is maybe just not revolutionary and just listen to their audience, which, you know, maybe is revolutionary. But either way, it's the Everlane um, curvy, I think it's Wait, I don't think it's the curvy one. I think it's just the cheeky straight jean um, because I'm uh, by not, no means am I curvy at all. Um, and it's fantastic. Like, it's it's magical, truly. Um, <laughs> I, I say that with such gusto because I am wearing this other pair of jeans right now. Um, they're from, I believe, Loft, um, Loft Outlet. Um, I love it because it's very one of a kind. I've never seen anyone wearing jeans that look like mine before because... Um, and I only have one pair of blue jeans and I have a pair of black jeans that have like a really weird stretchy texture that I'm kind of trying to phase out because I don't particularly love. But they're great for those days when you go to class and then you go to like a graduate school event, which granted doesn't happen anymore for me. So I really don't know why I'm holding on to it. But like, you know, it works really well when you want to look slightly nicer than blue jeans. But like, honestly, I'm ready to I'm ready to say goodbye to her. But aside from that, I only had one other pair of jeans and that's the blue jeans with like patchwork on it and they have it has like one tear at the knee which i always of course stick my leg through accidentally and it's not cute um but it has like um a first patch that comes up really really high with like a little distress on it and then there's like a second patch design a third patch design it's just so beautiful um so i really like that it's it's just so like no one has the same pants and i've gotten so many compliments on it but you see, I get compliments generally when I'm sitting down. And the reason why I think is because I think it's I think it's mid-rise, but it looks low rise on me. Um, because I have a long torso. Oh gosh, it is because I have a long torso that it looks so like miserably unfortunate. Um, it's not the right size, like it's it's just too big, which is good because then in the winter I can wear like thick leggings underneath it, or like they're the Uniqlo heat tech leggings. I want to someday be sponsored by Uniqlo because I don't think there is a better clothing brand. Like, sure, they're probably not the most sustainable brand on earth, but they're financially fairly accessible. At least the Japanese ones are. I haven't really, really shopped in the US ones, um, but they're financially fairly accessible. They are simply designed. They are pretty universally designed. So like I've picked up um, clothing from, I think, both section, like the men's section and the women's section. And um I, I love them. Like, my whole family lives off of Uniqlo. And it's great because that means anyone of any age can wear it and look good in it. Um, or, well, I guess my family isn't the most fashion guru of them all. But everyone can wear clothes from them and it works fine is what we're saying. And they last long. It's great. Um, and so, yeah, Uniqlo is my love um, forever. But that aside, so back to the jeans. Um, the jeans that I have from Loft are, like, way and the biggest problem is that they're way too large around like the waist like 
I I find that really strange because that's a complaint that I've heard from so many people. And I'm just like, if, if like so many of us experience it, like sure, keep making these forms, but also make, maybe make like a couple other ones. Um, and Everlane did. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about um, the Madewell. Um, I think they're the, especially like Madewell jeans in general, I've been hearing about it. If I actually think about it for the past five years or so, I first heard about them from my very fancy and fashionable uh, queen uh, slash prefect, which is like a RA kind of, but for high school. Um, and she, she, we went to New York together because our high school was in New Jersey and they like occasionally organized these like school bus trips where they like shepherded you into New York City and you could spend a day there for like, sometimes for particular reasons, like um, I went for the opera, I went for the ballet, wait, was it the ballet? No, it was the, I think it was the orchestra. Um, and those were really fun, but there was was this like open ended trip where I think it was four international students who were staying over the break, and they would like put us on the bus and take us into the city, which was so fun and so great, and like free transportation. Who doesn't love that? Um, but one of the first places, my beautiful fancy queen friend, uh, I just don't know like if they want to be called out by name, so I'm just putting around awkward adjectives around uh, their image. But she requested to go to Madewell first thing. Um, and I, I wasn't really, I didn't really get it at that time because I was like, why are you obsessed over this pair of jeans? Like they're just jeans. Jeans are never great. They just kind of like work, right? I was wrong. Um, I still haven't picked up Madewell jeans, but I've extensively looked at them. They're beautiful. They're also $120. Um, and I mean, I was thinking like, okay, well getting one pair of really nice jeans because I don't own many jeans at all. And I'm pretty ready to phase out this like pretty pattern jeans as like pretty as they are they're just really not functional because I need to keep pulling them up and I don't wear belts at all um and so I was like okay maybe that's a little bit not the look to keep pulling up jeans in public um I need to like replace that so should I replace this which is like granted like more than probably four times the cost but also maybe it'll like look nicer keep in mind this like patchwork jeans that i have that i really like but it's just not fitting right it's from an outlet um so it, as you can tell the madewell jeans would have been a huge leap i did not make that leap of faith um and i kind of like loitered around a little bit i had someone talk me through and i thought she i think she got really hopeful that i was gonna buy it but i was like oh honey you don't know my personality of perfect indecision at every turn and and then and then, so that was in DC this summer. And then I came back to Boston and I had to go into um, downtown for, oh, to renew my ID. So I did that. And then I stepped into an Everlane. And that's when my world changed. I really can be pretty dramatic, can't I? Why did I never consider theater? Oh, wait, that's because I'm not pretty. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so much self-deprecated humor for you, um, but it is actually true. So there i i had like heard a little bit about the everlane gene online um and so i was curious and i had the opportunity to try a few on i was like oh i'm sure this doesn't fit but i also am a person who never really knows their size so i kind of went up to one of the store um personnels is that what you call them store personnels that sounds wrong people working there yeah um and asked like what size do you think i am obviously was looked at out of it with a very strange facial expression because i look like this like actual human who should by this point in life, know her jean size. I do not. Um, and she was like, okay, maybe like this size or that size. And then uh, handed me a couple. And I tried 
one of them on and I was like, oh, this does not fit right. Like, you know, the usual. But it like didn't fit right in the same way in all spots. And I was like, that's interesting. And then I went like a size down and then I tried it on. And guess what? It fit me like wild. Granted, it was this like mom jean style. So I'm not super sure if the skinny jeans of theirs would fit that well. I didn't really try because I was just like, this is it. Like I have found my match. Um, it's like, you know, isn't there a show about like finding your wedding dress or something? Like that's kind of how it felt. And I was, I just was so happy. And I I was also having like a really great day that day, even though I did have to stand in line for my ID in the rain for like, I think a couple hours despite having an appointment and everyone else was really frustrated around me. But like I got myself a coffee that day. I got myself like sweet green. Um, and I was, I'm a basic butter I don't I don't curse so I was gonna go with another b word but I was gonna say like butterscotch um I don't know I don't know but yeah I'm, I'm very basic or I was very basic that day I mean still I am but I was so happy um I I cannot explain to you if you are a person who has found your jeans match great please keep it because jeans are as far as I can gather a very water intensive process they're not the most sustainable clothing on earth but if you haven't, and if you are still looking for your perfect jean, Everlane might be the place you find it. Um, if you know me, I guess you know my body type. I don't know how to describe it. I'm like a, a very average human being in terms of all intents and purposes, except for the fact that my torso is insanely long. Um, it, it's kind of weird. I've always had the longest torso, I think, in my class. I grew up in an all-girls Catholic school in Japan, so I mean, granted, like, I didn't have much competition in terms of my torso length, I guess. comes in very handy when I'm sitting in the econ class, which I've only sat in, like, twice, granted, like, as in, like, two semesters. But, and, you know, they're all the finance bros up front, even though you would think that I guess, is the stereotype that they sit up front? I don't know. They're sitting up front and I'm sitting right behind them. And then all I need to do is scoot, scoot back in my chair and I can see all up the top of their heads. It's it's fantastic, but also not great fashion wise. It just does not, like nothing looks good, but it's fine. It's fine. Except for like full length dresses, like, cause that doesn't really, like, it doesn't matter, you know, really. But, ah, uh, Yes. Yes, yes, body image problems. But that aside, the Everlane dresses. Oh my goodness. I mean, sorry, Everlane jeans. I do love dresses. Um, actually, does Everlane have dresses? I think they do. Oh, okay. I think Everlane also has really cool body bodysuits. No, wait, jumpsuits. Jumpsuits. Um, so I think um that are like fall vibes. So I think those are also great too. But the jeans is what I invested in. They are, did I say this already? They're $78. Um for first timers, you get a 10% discount if you've like never bought something off of Everline before. So that would be like $7.8. Um, don't get a bag because they charge for bags, at least in Boston they did, um, or ask, I guess. Um, and they didn't tell me that they were charging me for it and they didn't ask me if I want a bag either. So that wasn't happy, but I am so happy with their jeans. It's, and I can still wear leggings underneath it. Um, so that's great. And I just, I, I don't know. I guess I'm not being super descriptive. There were mom jeans, which I think I've already said, um, which I really like because I think it's flattering for people like me who have weird leg shapes. Oh, yeah. I have a weird spine and a weird leg shape. And like as I'm talking to you about this, I'm literally – I have my legs crossed twice over. I don't know why I do this, but I do this all the time. And my spine is like curved to the side. So like, you know, it's entirely my fault that I have this weird body structure, but I do. 
and the, I feel like the mom jeans makes that look kind of a little bit more negligible. I mean, they still like crumple up and everything in some ways because I just have this weird posture all the time, but they're fantastic. I love them and they're so comfortable. I want to be in them all the time. Um, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding when I say, I mean, okay, granted, if you know me, you know I can sleep anywhere and under like most conditions. So I, I mean, me being able to sleep with them doesn't really mean much, but I do definitely nap in them. Um, and I like sit in them all day. Like I eat huge meals with them and I get like easily, like I feel like I'm a balloon. Like if I eat a lot, like it's reflected upon my physique, it feels like, but I can wear the Everlane jeans. If this isn't oversharing, I don't really know what it is, but I'm just trying to drive home how fantastic their jeans are. Um, this is from their like women's slash like femme. I don't really know what they call it section. Um, I don't really know what the other section looks like. Um, but they are great, um, and I'm so glad that I made that choice. Um, I'm sure the Madewell jeans are also great, um, and I someday wanted to give them a try, at least, like, you know, try them on at, in store at some point, but until then, I'm so happy with the Everlane jeans, and honestly, I'm thinking of, like, getting rid of all my other pants except for, like, professional ones, just because if I need long pants, that's what I'm gonna wear, like, that's what I want to wear, so, yeah, um, so those were the three primary things that I wanted to talk about. Um, so just to recap, that is AirPods, Fjall Raven Backpack, and Everlane Jeans. They're all very expensive. Like I will be the first to acknowledge that they're all around like 70 something. So like basically $80 to $100, wait, $120-ish, I think. Um, but I think that I think that overall what I'm learning now is that it's, I mean, okay, it's very obvious, but it's better if you are able to to invest in larger things than like investing in smaller things, but multiple of it. And I have a lot of like anxiety surrounding financial matters. So for me, it was kind of this like learning process of really thinking through, okay, like if I were to pick up like another pair of like somewhat okay like maybe this pair of jeans fits me in the waist but like looks really weird along the legs or like are super uncomfortable then what would that lead to that would lead to further clutter and potentially trash or like a lot of discomfort and wasted energy and wasted energy on my part is also wasted energy for the earth like just thinking through those things kind of helped me understand that these investments are valuable and I think that these investments are really good ones that will carry me through in the coming years as well um and i think they're really valuable um i'm sure people will disagree and say that you know that's not what you should be spending money on when you're in college that's not what you should be spending on as someone who doesn't have a large enough income that they can fully support their own education and their own living um and i understand that perspective and i kind of like that's kind of the background i come from as well um also people might think that this is too expensive just like period, you know, regardless of what your standards of life is, which I don't think that that's true. I think that, um, haha, <laughs> hot take. Um, but I, I don't think that they're objectively speaking too expensive. Like I think too expensive comes to play when you think about the value of the product, the cost, like the price, literal price tag that's on it and how much value you derive from it. So I don't think another person can just like determine something that is like too expensive unless you're that person themselves. And I don't think that is the case for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I hope this was interesting slash helpful slash like added some drama and like like a little bit of an awkward giggle about my like self-deprecating jokes, I hope. I don't really know. Um, let me know what your thoughts are in my Insta DMs um, or comments. And I hope you found this helpful enough to give it a follow or wait, rating or you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, 
Also, if you know me, um, like message me somewhere, or if you don't, then please like Insta DM Minimal Moves by H. What other topic ideas do you want to see? And um, should I make a YouTube channel where I just do like a voiceover? I like talk at a screen. Let me know because I'm really curious how that'll come out. And I'm like, by no, I've always said this. I'm not like I always say I'm pretty not pretty enough for YouTube, but I also don't edit. Like I don't know how to edit things, so there's that too. That'll be a learning curve, but I feel like that could be fun. I don't know. We'll see. Um, can't wait to hear from y'all um, and talk to y'all again soon. Bye, minimal moves.